Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. What a great show we've got planned for you. I am so thrilled. Sabrina Wright is joining me here today. Uh, she has been a personal mentor for me here in making sure that my health and well-being is solid. And, you know, for those of you that may not know the full body of what she does, she is about what it means to live the good life. But more than that, it's about how to connect our physical and spiritual selves. And sometimes we do very, very well with our spiritual selves, but our physical state needs help, whether it is talking with her about, you know, CBD or maybe detoxing our body or about how nutrition. I mean, I actually got a delicious green. Yes, it's really delicious. I just got this delicious powder from her, which is so nutritional. I actually put it in tea. But this is what she's about. She is really the pillar of holistic health and wellness. But there's an emotional side to all of that. And today she addresses that. She addresses the emotional side and sort of this follows a little bit more into what we were talking about in the previous hour, but it's a different look at it. It really does touch upon some of the readings and the conversations that I, that I talked about that Viktor Frankl had in the concentration camp. You know, what was the conversation he was having? What was he thinking about his wife? But here we are. We are in the middle of COVID-19. And many of us have watched our friends no longer be with us. Many of us are watching what's happening in the world. But what would a letter to COVID-19, what would it read like? What would it say? What would happen if someone like Sabrina Wright wrote this letter? That's what today is about. Sabrina, it's great to have you. Hi, Dr. Pat. It's great to be here. This, uh, I, I want to uh, thank you and Transformation Talk Radio and all the listeners for the opportunities that I've had to have ongoing dialogue with many people throughout this entire year and um, am honored with the opportunities I've had to be able to help people and uh, how they've helped me as well because it isn't relationship isn't a one-way street it's it's both parties becoming better and uh, this was an interesting this was an interesting approach because COVID has stirred up so much emotional uh, issues, so many physical issues, and we as a world were not prepared any way, shape, or form for COVID at all. And so if I were to write that letter, Dear COVID, wow. What a year this has been and what an incredible and impactful entrance you've made in this year, in the world, in the lives of millions of people across the globe and in my life. Boy, you came in and you shook up the foundations of our industries, our governments and our lives and our families. And your impact has challenged and tested the greatest of leaders, the most influential of men and women, and the found, and in my opinion, the foundation of life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. With your visit in this early spring, my gosh, that led to an initial countrywide quarantine. We were unprepared. Our supplies, we didn't have enough supplies, did we? We had supplies that were outdated. We had no need for them on a regular basis. And that led, that led to all kinds of emotions that, that everyone began to experience. Fear, anger, 
disillusionment, confusion, um, depression, and in many people, despair. We were medically and systematically unprepared. Our necessary, our necessary supplies had lost its expiration date. We didn't have industries or companies who had a surplus. And that created a pressure cooker for everybody. And we didn't know how to operate or how to deal. Other emotions later surfaced as our time extended. Oh my gosh, our relationships changed because of the pressure, because of the stress. We didn't know how to interact with each other or even to be able to understand what someone else is going through or the confusion. I know that in the beginning for myself, for the first couple of weeks, it was kind of like a vacation, right? The kids were on spring break and it was, we got to stay home and we got to have family time and dinner together and play games and reconnect. And after that, families had to learn to deal with school at home teaching kids through the computer and parents staying at home, many of them because they had lost their, their, their jobs had, had closed. Not necessarily lost their jobs, but they just weren't working. And companies hadn't made the adjustments to doing business remotely. I don't know about you, Dr. Pat, but in that kind of an environment, oh my gosh, it's hard to navigate. I found that my relationships changed, my day-to-day -day operation changed. I started to feel antsy, bottled in, and I personally am a person who's one of those I got to move, I got to, I got to do things. I have to be able to go, come and go. And um, I didn't know what to do with myself. Cabin fever. This is as we tell the story. And we take people on the journey that we almost forgot. We almost forgot the beginnings, you know, in our conversation to dear COVID, we almost forgot where we started. Mm -hmm. And we almost forgot to remember that we had no idea the far reaching impact. And this is, as some people would say, a game changer. In the financial world, when they talk about stocks and they talk about interest rates, they talk about game changers. Mm -hmm. And the meaning of a game changer is that there are certain sports, there are certain games we play. Now, look, you can change a game and you could say, we're going to play eight innings in baseball. Or you could say, we're gonna extend the football field to 150 yards. But it doesn't really change the game itself. It changes how you play it. Mm -hmm. This changes the game of life. It does. Right? It does. Isn't that what your letter to COVID is addressing, but also reminding us of how resilient we are? Oh. When we take a look at how our lives initially started to change at the beginning of this year and the, the successes and the wins that people have been experiencing now because of the work that they've done and the process that this year has created for them, it's important that we remind ourselves where we've come from 
where we all started and how adaptable we are, how we've learned new things, how our perspectives have changed and how robust our life really can be if we embrace this opportunity and this new game. There, it, it was interesting in, in the beginning for me, I started to think about stories and messages that my parents gave me um, and uh, people in my life when I was younger that taught me things like, for instance, a magic closet, right? <laughs> Not many people understand a magic closet or understand that. However, what a magic closet is, is that it's a place to go in the house where you have one, if not two, of everything that you need just for normal living and that you're never going to run out. You may get to a place where you have one item, let's say toothpaste, you're down to the last third of your toothpaste tube, but you know that there is a tube in the magic closet so you put toothpaste on your grocery list. And so the next time you go to the grocery store, you get toothpaste and you're always prepared and you're aware of what you've got to live. Savings accounts are like that as well. We prepare for an emergency. We prepare, it's like Girl Scouts, going to Girl Scouts. Always be prepared. I, I, I mean, we got to earn badges for that. Right. All kinds of skills that we learned. We learned how to cook. We learned how to sew. Um, we learned how to make a fire. I mean, we learned all of these practical experiences that we're going to need sometime in our life. I don't, I haven't been involved in Girl Scouts or young people activities as much as as parents are i i don't have any grandchildren so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of limited on this but i started thinking about all of those things that this generation might not get exposed to yeah right yeah i mean their parents dance in the kitchen while they're making dinner yeah all that kind of stuff. And so when, when I thought about my grandparents even going through the Great Depression and what that was like, and they literally had nothing. They were living on the streets, had nothing. There were soup kitchens and, and lines. And um, that's how they developed their uh, their wisdom and their tools for living life that they passed down to my parents and my parents passed down to me. And there were some things, I don't know about you, but there were some things that mm -hmm. I, I really understood and I kept as part of the way that I live. And there were other things that it just didn't seem like it ever was going to happen to me. And many conversations of clients that I've had over the last few months, they never thought anything like this was going to happen. And they weren't prepared at all. Not at all. Well, and this is really the point of today. It's looking at what has been embraced. You know, where are we in the conversation of this? Because in this, we've experienced the good the bad, the ugly, mm -hmm. in all of it. Mm -hmm. We are in the middle of an election, the good, the bad, the ugly. We're in the middle of uncertainty, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. We're in the middle of this. We are in the middle of a time that we could not have planned. See, you can't plan this. No. And we're, we don't know even today what we don't know about it. I think the thing that's happening is in your letter and what you're talking about is you're seeing things that have literally transformed lives almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And for some, it's taken longer, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, for some, um, you know, some will be able to move through it. 
um, about two months ago, two people that I would meet with regularly were gone. One gentleman was gone in 36 hours, gone. And, you know, we're, we're at this place where relationships have mattered more now than ever. Can you talk about dear COVID-19? I'm embracing my being and I'm expanding my heart. Can you talk about that part of the letter? Wow, exactly. Um, relationship is what we were made for. And good relationships make both parties better. Good relationships doesn't mean that it's easy, right? It means that- <laughs> I was just gonna ask you. No. <laughs> good relationships and easy. When did that happen? I no. missed the memo. No, 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 it doesn't happen. I have been abundantly blessed with five, uh, with five profound individuals who are my, if you will, my posse and my friends. Through the good, the bad, the ugly. And they help keep me and keep my perspective on course. You know, it's like um, they, they make it more robust, they make it more real. And, and they help, they help me navigate life because, ah, good example. So as you're holding that cup right there, the perspective that I have of your cup as you're holding it is different from the perspective that you have of the cup as you're holding it. Still the same cup, still does the same kind of job. It's just a different perspective. And then there's going to be somebody else who will look at the cup and what they'll see is something completely different than what you see or what I see. Yeah. And, it takes, and it takes that, that collection, right? Especially this cup, I might say, you know, <laughs> uh, let me hold up the cup. Can you guys read the cup? Do what, do you, what you love, love what you do. So when I when I hold that up and I take a sip from it during a show, I don't generally hold it up long enough for people to see, or it's not in the frame very much. But you know, the fact that you brought it up is I've gotten more comments on this cup when people see it. Do what you love and love what you do. And one of the comments I got was, because it's two-sided, right? It's like uh -huh. this side and this side. And so somebody sent me an email and said, oh, I see, do what you love, what you love, what you do. Does the other side yet live in misery? Does the other side say, yeah, and if you can't do that, just suck it up and live in misery. And I was like, oh no, it doesn't say that. That's two perspectives though. It is, it definitely is. And that's what makes life and relationship as exciting and as scary as, as it is, yeah. but, but, but we need those. We need those people in our lives. We need to be able to move past and move through this pandemic without destroying our way of life and, and dismiss what we hold important to us. So dear COVID, thank you, thank you for the opportunity to take my self inventory about what's important to me, to take my self inventory about what really is going on and what, what can I do about it? What am I supposed to do about it? And who do I take care of? First of all, I need to make sure that I'm doing what I'm doing for me so that I can then be of service and then show up for others, for my team and my posse of people, because we all don't go through life and experiences feeling the same way or having the same kind of thoughts. And we need people, we need family, we need friends, we need a community help us navigate that. And during this time, I was overwhelmingly blessed to be able to, to reach out to those people 
and have deep conversations, sometimes late conversations, and sometimes unexpected conversations. And it's that reciprocal relationship that is profound and, and brings such joy and goodness to our life when we embrace it and we step into yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I did a, an interview this morning. Let me just say this before we go to break and then we'll return. Did an interview this morning and I was talking with a gentleman who has created information about recycling. I mean, there's still people doing things out there that have to do with saving the earth, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And they did a poll. And I thought the information would say, dear COVID, you have now done what decades of legislation couldn't do. You have now stopped the recycling effort. And boy, it didn't say that. So what the poll said was, wow, we are sitting in our homes now and we have been more aware of our own family effort in recycling and what to do and watch the kids throw things in the garbage they should i mean this was sort of the unexpected what when we come back we're going to talk about how do we hold precious those relationships dear covid did you know you've created more love for me in my life with people close to me, then you have fear. Did you know that when we come back? But before we do, how do people work with you? How do they find out about you? How can they continue this conversation with you, Sabrina? I welcome that opportunity. So reach out to me through my website, therightbalance.com. And you can also uh, reach out and private message me on Facebook, Sabrina A. Wright. And uh, please, let's have this conversation and let's continue to walk through victorious and overcomers of COVID-19 and the challenges that it has provided. And it's Sabrina, and, and you know, it's W-R-I-G-H-T for right. Just want you to say that. When we come back, dear COVID, thank you for enabling me to review my personal inventory, to check in. Thank you for enabling me to reevaluate what was serving me in my life and what was not. Thank you for enabling me to reset my priorities. When we come back, how has Sabrina been helping people do that with wisdom and grace? We'll be right back. We all carry around fears, insecurities, and other unhelpful feelings. It would be great to be able to just put them down. One day, two Buddhist monks were on a journey. They came to a fast-flowing river and saw a young woman unable to cross because she couldn't swim. The older monk, without hesitation, offered to help her across the water. Hours later, the younger monk couldn't contain himself any longer. We're not supposed to have contact with women, and yet you helped that woman across the river. Why? The older monk replied, I put that young lady down hours ago. Why are you still carrying her? Hi, I'm Sarah Main, creator of Conscious Confidence, a timeless wisdom, and host of Conscious Confidence Radio. Learn how to put down those things of the past with my Fuse program. Buy my book, Conscious Confidence, today at ConsciousConfidence.com and get started. Hi, I'm Ambrosia. And I'm Alexa. And we, and we are the hosts of Inner Bloom Podcast. A podcast about spirituality and intuitive development. Together, we utilize our intuitive gifts and our own personal life experiences to empower you to live an extraordinary life. Check us out and subscribe at innerbloompodcast.com. Are you ready to awaken to your divine and true potential? Tune in to a Spirited Exchange Radio with me, Carrie Kadambi, every second and fourth Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We discuss the evolution of the modern mind and how the power of awakening, healing, and connecting allows us to step into living a life of love in action. 
For more information about me, visit thedivineguidancegift.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, my gosh. I just I sorry I squirted myself right there because I was so beautifully turned on to Touchstone. uh, Thanks to Sabrina Wright. And um, that's going to be another show. And I want to just say there will be other shows because Sabrina is going to be branching out. There'll be a new format. I'm really excited about that. We're going to talk about it because part of walking the journey and, you know, look, I would be like the biggest liar on the planet if if I said, let me all share with you how I've moved forward in life with wisdom and grace. I mean, honest to gosh, this is a life journey for me and I'm learning, but I have learned the power of it. I've learned the power of it. Here's my greatest wish, and I want to hear what your letter to COVID says. So my greatest, greatest wish for myself, and I share this with others, is this. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Mm-hmm. Courage to change the things I can. And this last part, this last part, the wisdom to know the difference. Because if you have one and not the other, but you don't know. Like if I'm sitting here in the definition of insanity and I'm doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, and I'm If I'm eating that half a chocolate cake every night over and over and over again, and I'm expecting to lose 10 pounds by December 8th, oopsie. But how do we do this with grace? How do we do this with wisdom? You know, how does your appeal to dear COVID, how does that help us? Because you walk that walk. Uh, It's not an easy one. And, and And I don't do it all the time. And I don't think that, uh, you need to believe that you do it all the time. Life is a process. We are constantly works in progress. And with our community, with our families, they become that much more important. And it really is a matter of checking yourself and what your priorities are. You were sharing at the break, a young man who's going to uh, make this amazing heartfelt move and decision to leave and go take care of his, his parents. That's commendable. That's important. You don't plan for things like that. Not at all. Um, my brother, six years ago, made the decision to go and start taking care of my dad. it's been a struggle to help long distance and it's been a struggle to to work with with um with limitations and understanding how to navigate let's just say the medical model how to navigate insurance how to navigate trying to explain the challenges that you're experiencing with a loved one who's aging and ill when you don't know what you don't know and what you need to know to ask for help. That's the hardest part, right? Yeah. And so it's a matter of being available to go and visit. I I visited um, at the beginning of October and um, wow, 
I hadn't seen my dad in 10 years. Not that I'm proud to say that, but I hadn't seen my dad in 10 years. And he is so not the man that I remember. Yeah. Um, he is ill and his world has gotten really, really small. He, because of his illness and he's in Florida, he doesn't go anywhere, nowhere. And, he, and you've got to be careful about what you bring into the home and how you care for your loved one. Yep. Thank goodness he has a full-time caregiver and my brother. And this young woman is amazing and is, is like the granddaughter that he hasn't seen in a long time. She loves on him like nobody's business. Cooks for him reads to him, plays games with him. And it's, it's amazing. It's, it's really amazing. COVID created this situation where we re, we again, take inventory and we take a look at what really is important and family is what's important. So we make those sacrifices and we make those choices for the care of our families. If I were to look back on some other choices and decisions I've made in my life, um, they probably would be different. They probably would be different. And so anytime and every time I've got a phone call or I get that request, I need help. I respond. I definitely respond. It's difficult to reach out and ask for help to begin with. And when you do ask for help, you're looking for that, that love, that service, that gift, that, that, that need to be fulfilled. And more times than not, when you ask, it's, it's that very last moment when you possibly couldn't wait any longer for the help or the service or the care. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things and I want to talk about this for a minute, I got in, uh, I get emails and texts from our listeners and, you know, not and, and they're of wide range, right? Some people say we don't really quite understand your position on this. Can you tell us more? But one of the things that I've been, you know, hearing from listeners slash viewers now is I talk from time to time about what we've gone through as businesses, what we've gone through as citizens. So I've done a number of shows like this, not always on this particular network, but I've talked about it. And both Chef Rossi and I did a show and we talked about the reality that has hit us. And so if I put that in dear COVID terms, right? Mm -hmm. It turns out if you listen to us, we say, dear COVID, you have shaked, rattled and rolled the very foundation of our businesses. You have shaked, rattled and rolled the very foundation of our capitalistic structure and giving people jobs, having them earn a wage, being able to take care of their family. You know, you've shaked, rattled, and rolled the very institutions that employ us, that provide us with benefits, that keep us healthy. You've shaked, rattled, and rolled us, but you have not broken us. So you have not broken us. And I, I made that comment, and I got a, a news clip this morning from one of our listeners. And I want to say this to it. Whether or not the government passes as they are now rejecting to bring to the Senate a new bill for COVID relief. They're not going to do it. I want to say this. I don't care what side of the party you're on, what party it is, what you believe in. You can shake, rattle, and roll us, but you will not break us. We're stronger than that. We've gone through a lot, right? But we do get shaken we do get rattled and we do get rolled. And right now, dear COVID, you are trying your best to do that. But see, the work you do helps people, Sabrina, know that you will, you will get shaken, you will get rattled, you will not get rolled. But there's help out there for you. 
so that you don't get broken. And I think that is the power of what we're talking about. That is the grace I think that you referred to in your letter to Dear COVID. That is the wisdom that we bring forward. You talk about Dear COVID, I am enough. Can you talk about the energy of that? Because that is at the core of not just belief, but a trust in something other than us in this earth skin, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's foundational in understanding whose I am and who works through me so that I can do and I can show up and I can be what I need to be. My skill set was predetermined. My talents are numerous and they're to be shared. I can learn and I can share information. I can walk alongside people. There is a, there is a, an amazing power of understanding when you as an individual realize that you are enough in who you are, in how you show up, in what you do, you are complete. God gives you that. That's the spirit that, that lives within inside of us. There is no lack, not at all. Maybe limitations in, in uh, this particular situation or a limit in a certain body and knowledge, but that's the beauty of community. And that's the beauty of, of life is that it's a collective. It's together. Many hands make light work. We are better together. And each of us individually are enough. And we bring that to make a whole, something that's truly, truly complete and wonderful. You know, I think I'm going to skip the break. I want to talk about what's planned. You know, I had the best uncles on my mom's side, right? I talk about them from time to time. I share some really funny stories. You know, these are the guys that gave me boxing gloves at age five. And they were real boxing gloves because they used to, let me just say, they were involved in boxing. Just, just to put that, like, just put that in your back burner. Involved in boxing is an understatement. So they brought home uh, a pair of boxing gloves for me. And I remember, I remember that I'm five years old and I remember this. And I remember my dad getting them. No, it was my sister, my older sister grabbing them. And she went to the, she went to the kitchen. And I remember this. And I didn't know as a young kid, like, what the heck, right? So as we got older and I reconnected with my sister, I said, hey, Chicky, what, you know, remember the time I got the boxing gloves, yeah? And I said, you know, I was so eager to get them. I said, Bobby... Dickie, Johnny, Jimmy, these are my uncles, right? They're all like the E's, like the Bolella family, the Bobby, that, you know, the, all of them. And I said, tell me what happened. Because I was sitting there and they had them and I almost had them on. And then you remember me crying. And she said, I said, why did you take them to the kitchen? My sister laughed. She had such a sense of humor. She's laughing now up there. And she just laughed for about three minutes and she said, I had to get the blood off of. And I thought, and I'm sitting there and I'm older now. And I'm like, because they were from the loser. They were from the loser in the rings. And I remember that story. And she then went on to say, I could have given you and you'd never notice them. And she said, here's why. She says, you were born to fight. We knew it. You cried for four years. You were born to fight. We didn't really understand that. But there was something about you. And the minute that, I think it was Bobby, the minute that Bobby, my blue-eyed uncle, put those gloves on you, you took them, you didn't take them off for a week. Wow. And see, I think that is part of the grace part of who we are made of here in the United States of America and other places. 
rarely does our history talk about us rolling over. Oh. Lyme disease epidemic, epidemic, we fight. Mm -hmm. You know, unjustness, we fight. Our youth right now is leading the charge. But this is what we have. We have the freedom to do a show like this. And I want to ask you, as you look forward, what excites you now as you expand your voice? As maybe you're not going to put on leather fighting gloves like I did, but maybe in a different way, you will bring a message that encourages people not to give up. Tell us about what you're planning. I'm planning on bringing interviews and leaders in the health and wellness field, but also movers and shakers who are bringing a voice to us as individuals and as Americans to make us stronger, make us understand who we are, make us understand what our capabilities are and that we really have no limits, none whatsoever. It's just a matter of course correct, right? An amazing friend and uh, mentor of mine years ago used to tell me that instead of working toward perfection, you need to ready, fire, and then aim. Get it out there. <laughs> Do the work. Almost like a splatter gun, right? It's about yeah. activity. And then reevaluate and then make your course correct. Line it back up and get back out there. And the thing about it is it's one of those just dust you off and give you a little swat on your butt and just get back out there and get to it. That's who we are. That's who we are at our core, truly. Mm. I am so honored and thrilled to be taking this journey with you. Many people don't know. So what happens when they listen to the show, they see us show up and have a conversation and talk about really cool things. But I get to know you a bit. I get to, to walk the journey. I mean, walk in beauty with you. I get to do that. I get to watch, you know, the, the beautiful flower grow and then take on and then emerge as something beautiful, you know, sharing that beautiful bud, that essence of who you are. And this is to me, the height of my day, the height of my life, to know that there's something I could share that will enable you to step forward and help countless people. See, that's what we're talking about. Now, how do people find out about you? And let's talk about the show we're referring to right here. All right, so you can find me on my website. It's chock full with all kinds of great information. And it's at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. Also, too, I've got some great freebies on there for you. And most importantly, on the front page, sign up for the six-part detox. Yeah. It's, it's a powerful report, and it's going to help you to take an, again, take an inventory and take a look at your lifestyle and your life and detox those things that are, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, filled with chemicals and toxins and aren't doing you any good. And there's great alternatives in that six part series as well. Um, I, I've got a newsletter that's coming out in our new, our new show here that'll start next month. And um, we've got some amazing uh, medical professionals lined up and some um, exciting rebels of health and wellness. Yes, ma'am. Joining us. And uh, yeah, we're going to give it a good fight. I tell you. And uh, you know, one of the things I want to say, when you, when you all go over to the right balance, I want to just spell this, the T-H-E right, W-R-I-G-H-T balance.com. It is a beautiful website. I mean, it is an energy of here. And I want you, you all, when you go there, do a favor for me, because I did this today. Sabrina's on the, on the homepage. Look into her eyes in this picture. When you go to Sabrina's website, look into her eyes. Dear COVID, look into Sabrina's rights eyes. Look at that clarity. Look at that fierce con conviction. 
look into the eyes of a woman that is not going to go down without a fight to help others. Look into the eyes of passion and purpose. Look into the eyes that is unrelenting, unrelenting about fueling freedom and trust. Because I'll tell you what, this is what's emerging. Are you going to publish your Dear COVID letter? I am. <laughs> Yay! Let us know when you do that so we can help you with that. As a matter of fact, when, you, when you're finished writing it, send it to us because we'd love to put a video to it. Okay. Perfect. These are times that when we move forward, there will be different stories that can tell. There will be the story of hardship of entire families gone. There will be those stories. And we have to walk with wisdom and grace and honor those people. There will be stories about the George Floyds of the world. And then what we will do is we will send information to people that don't realize that that is a horrific act that nobody should undergo. There will be stories of accomplishment. There will be stories of courage. There will be stories of people that have done unsurmountably powerful things beyond the, what they can do. And there'll be a story of you, that in the world we're living in now, you and others have come forward and not just fueled the fire, but have literally reconstructed it to help the people listening and others that are not live the good life. Because you see, if you and I are not going to do that, if we're not going to stand in our truth, if we're not going to do that, we're not going to be able to look at ourselves in the mirror, are we? No. And if not us, then who? I want to thank you for this. And I want to thank you. I can't wait to get your letter. Um, tell people when they can tune into your show. So my show will be on the second Thursdays of every month at 11 o'clock Pacific and 2 o'clock Eastern. I'm super excited and want to invite you all to join us. It's going to be impactful. And you're going to get to work with Benny. Like yeah. Benny. Like yeah. Benny's going to say something like, hey, darling, you're live. Well, he <laughs> says it to me. I don't know if he'll say it to you. Or we'll come up with say, our own thing. We'll come up with our own thing. You'll come up with your own thing. Uh, or he'll say, okay, you got 30 seconds. Do you want me to play another ad? Or he'll say whatever Benny says to be able to push all the right buttons to make sure this, this I mean, come on, to make sure the message goes out. That's, that's what he's done for us. Thank you in advance, Benny. <laughs> You're quite welcome. <laughs> and I think it'll be TJ at the helm here, also making sure Facebook looks beautiful and the messages, because it does take a village, doesn't it? It certainly does. And you'll hear that voice from TJ saying, can I get you to put your camera down? How about your lighting? Can you move to the left? Can you move to the right? You'll hear all of that. I want to ask you, as we bring this, this conversation to its end, what do you want to leave us with? What do you want the message to be? What do you want to say to dear COVID? Dear COVID, you have no idea what's coming out of what you thought was gonna be destruction. You have no idea. We are stronger than you have any idea of, definitely. And we are living a good life. Thank you so much for the self-evaluations. Thank you so much for the realization of how strong and resilient we are. Thank you so much for the gifts, the talents, and the skills that have come and blossomed through this time. Thank you for the, for the time, the time and the investment that we were given to invest in ourselves, in each other, in our families, in our country, and in the world. Mm. Sabrina Wright, everybody, and I just want to say again, when you go over to her website, therightbalance.com, and that's W-R-I-G-H-T, there are going to be a number of things that I want to point out to you.
when you go there, you'll have an opportunity for a free consult because I can't say this enough. I am not taking this journey alone. Today, I have five coaches that surround me. I have health coaches, Sabrina's one of them, Mary Jane Mack. I have people around me that help me because I need to be strong to do what I do in support of all of you. When you go there, you're going to be able to see the many different ways you can work with her, one-on-one -on -one coaching, group wellness. You're going to see some things that will help us all build strong bodies and minds. Mm -hmm. And right now, detox for me is one of the most important things I'm looking at because my responsibility to all of you is to show up as the best version of myself. And I cannot do that alone. It just doesn't happen alone. So Sabrina, I want to thank you for helping me along the way, helping all of our listeners and for strengthening our resilience and belief in who we are. Thank you so much for all of that. Thank you, Dr. Pat, for having me. And I look forward to, uh, yeah, the future for all Benny, of us. Yeah, Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons as you normally do. And TJ, thank you so much for your beautiful representation on facebook.com transformation talk radio all of the above and i know tj and olivia and you know we and david and the rest of the team we've got a lot planned for everybody oh my god i didn't mess in, i didn't mention jessica linda and kim oopsie Oops. jessica linda kim and jessica uh linda and kim and chris somebody asked me a question and i know i gotta wrap up somebody asked me a question <laughs> this is funny they said you ever hire any young people and i'm like what are you talking about they said well what's the demographic on your team and i said well i think we start in our 20s i don't ask people their age i wouldn't do that i wouldn't say like tj like olivia like what's your age and they need to mention olivia or darren i wouldn't mention that but when you look if we ever did a group photo honestly we could do one of those jib jab team photos and people will get a sense of us